I just learned this horrible fact about Cranky. He does not like um, Turn the Page. By Bob Seger. It's, it's the single most greatest song ever. No, it is horrible. So I became familiar with it when James Hatfield and Metallica covered it mm-hmm. in like 98, 99. But if you listen to the lyrics... It's even when Bob Seger did it. I hate when artists, we were just listening to John Fogarty's Lodi. I hate when artists complain about having to go play gigs in bars and like, I put out all the energy for the audience and they don't listen. They just sit there with their beers. Like, shut up. Especially Bob Seger, and then even more so Metallica singing that shit. Then you go back on your multi-million dollar tour bus. You're flying all over the world. Like, just shut your fucking mouth. So that's, yeah, I don't like that song. Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast, the most unprofessional podcast on the internet. How are you, Tumbles? Well, I guess I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> After that rant... <laughs> I am Tumbles. I kind of like Turn the Page. <laughs> That's okay. We can agree to disagree. Really? Yes. Because I thought we couldn't. Oh, okay. We have to hate each other because we don't... Agree on something. On Turn the Page. Yep, we're divorced. All right. All right. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. It's the end of the hiking career. I All over a song. <laughs> I will say the Metallica's version is better, though. It is. I, I agree with that. Okay. All right. Anyway. What the fuck did we do today? Welcome. Welcome welcome to this beautiful Saturday morning. It's about, I don't know, 20. That was a very nice cold open, by the way. Yeah. 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 It was good. (laughs) Saturday morning. Saturday morning. It's a beautiful day out. It's cold, no doubt, but um, blue skies, not a cloud. Um, Fresh snow on the ground. Hasn't been um, ruined by dog piss or trucks yet. Um, today, we decided to stay close to home. We wanted to get a little hike in, so after much... Well, can I give a brief backstory and complain? I've already been complaining. I'm going (laughs) to add to the complaints. Go on. We were supposed to do the Kleinerman 10K in Central Park. (laughs) Yes. And Monday, we went to pick up our race packets in... Midtown Manhattan at the NYRR. Mm-hmm. New York Roadrunners. All right, because there's another company that I always mix up. Mm-hmm. And I was not pleased with how we were treated. Um, it's show the papers. You have to show your vaccine passport, which I would have tolerated if they were nice about it. Um, you know, could you please show your, you know, present your vaccine card? Um, no. I attempted to pick up my stuff and Tumble's stuff as you were double parked. And it was, well, I'm going to need her card too. And then he's snapping his fingers at people behind me. Like, you need to step back. And the line is over there. And you're too close. Um, Completely power tripping. So I got my packet. And then I turned and the dude's mask was down around his mouth. I was like, dude, if you're going to make me wear this shit, can you at least pull yours up and wear it properly? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Um, and then you said you got snapped at or heard people being snapped at as well when you went in. So I, I, I didn't realize you needed your vaccine card 
to pick up a t-shirt. <laughs> um, so in the past, I was able to always pick up um, cranky stuff for our New York City running ventures um, from the New York City Roadrunners headquarters without a problem. But I, I guess... Um, COVID will come if not everyone. <laughs> yeah, Mayor in. de Blasio and now Mayor no, Adams, Adams is yes. continuing. Yep. So I didn't hear any snapping, but the woman at the front was like a freaking general. I'm like, dude, relax. We're going to be in for less than 15 minutes. It's okay. So I was not thrilled, and we were mulling this over. Yeah. And I was like, if you don't mind, let's go into the woods. Mm -hmm. So that is what we did. We have shirts and a race we paid for that we skipped. Mm -hmm. Um, So we went to... And the reason why they're so high on their horse, by the way, the Roadrunners, is because they host the New York City Marathon. So they don't need to provide customer service. It doesn't matter how they treat people because Mm -hmm. they're okay because they have the most popular marathon in the world. So no one could show up to any of their other races and they'd still be fine. Yeah, I was talking to Cranky about this this morning and telling him that I remember when these schmucks were a little bit more humble and had to rent out a brownstone on the east side for a packet pickup. And my father remembers Roadrunners when that shit first started and they were struggling. So, just like, turn the page, remember your roots. That was beautiful, (laughs) tying everything together. So, we did something local, um, Beacon Incline, outside of the town of Beacon. And then what's the other town that we were just in for breakfast that is also close? Beacon is... Right across the river from Newburgh, New York. Thank you. That's what I was thinking. And Newburgh. it's and this area, the Hudson Highlands, uh, Breakneck Beacon, is perhaps one of the most popular. I would say next to Anthony's Nose, one of the most popular hiking spots, especially for for city goers. Yes, city folk. So, quick stats before we jump in. It's not really a mountain. No, it is. I like how they have it phrased incline. And the reason they have it phrased that way is because of the railroad, which we will discuss in a moment. Mm -hmm. So, a short one today. 4.2 miles with only a 1,388 foot elevation gain. And we were moving for two hours and 28 minutes, so we were fucking slow, but that's because we were looking at shit and talking in the snow, snow, and I don't really care how fast we do this shit anymore. Um, (laughs) I didn't realize it was a race. (laughs) It's an amazing race. So, history of Beacon Incline. First off, let's quickly talk about the hype before we go into the history. Bits. Oh, okay. So then, then we can we tell our listener, listeners that yes. you, you can go fuck off if you don't want to listen to the history. So the hike. This is highly recommended. I would give it a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah, if you're close by, if you live close by and you're just looking for a quick morning up and down, this is definitely the spot to go. Uh, this... The Beacon area, the Beacon Mountain area has 15 acres, but it extends way beyond that in terms of trails. It's just owned, it's just named different, they have different state parks, et cetera, et cetera. So, 
Um, and we yes. almost <laughs> connected a previous hike. Yeah, that's right. Um, we had done Breakneck. Um, the uh, what railroad goes out there? Oh, Metro North. Metro North goes out there, and it's one of um, the only stops really outside the city. It's technically in New York City, but it's not on the island. Um, so there's lots of... No? Correct me then. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, correct me. It's Go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> it technically is, though. Beacon? Not Beacon. Breakneck. Breakneck is New York City? Technically, yes. Explain. Um, remember we looked at the signs and we were all amazed that it technically is inside New York City limits, like New York City owns it, which is also oh. why the railroad goes there. Oh, okay. Sweet, okay. I wasn't wrong. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, trust me. So, okay. we had done that and we didn't make it to the, the fire tower. We didn't make it to the fire tower, I forget why. But today we went up the other side and we yeah. made it to the fire tower. So I am happy that we connected that hike. It starts off with about 150 steps um, and then switchbacks for a while. And then you end at the switch. When you end the switchbacks, you end at ruins. Yes. And you, this ruin, the first ruin you come across is actually the top of the incline railway that took folks in the early 20th century up to the top of Beacon. And at the top of Beacon, um, besides the view, there was a hotel as well as a casino. And in order to get people up there, uh, they built a railway, but the grade is so steep, you can't just have trains under their own power. They'd never make it up. They'd never be able to break on the way down. It was a 34% grade. Which at the time was the um, largest incline for a railroad in existence. Mm -hmm. uh, so the railroad was operated, powered by a cable system, which is pretty cool. Yes, and it was built by the Ramapo Ironworks in Hilburn, which is right where I near where I live, which is pretty cool. And the cable system was built by the Otis Elevator Company. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> the incline, it was snowing and we haven't done this in a while, so we were huffing and puffing. But really the incline is not that bad. Um, it's not shallow it's it's not easy mm -hmm. but it's not that bad if you're in shape um it's about a mile it's exactly a mile up the first incline to the runes of the um <clears throat> the cable system you still see the motor you still see the big ass wheel that would um bring the cable through you continue around amazing views of the hudson river and what was the bridge the Newburgh Bridge, Newburgh. just the Hudson River Valley in general. Just fantastic views. And then about another half mile, three quarters, no, actually about another mile, you come up to the fire tower at the very top, at the summit. Yeah. And that, it, when you go up the fire tower, it was a bit breezy this morning, like yes. when you got up there. Uh, it was a 14 degrees and then wind chill, I'd say about eight or so. Um, but when you get to the top of the fire tower, you can see 75 miles in every direction. 
And if you get a clear day like we got this morning, you will be amazed. So, um, I think you said you could probably see Albany. Yeah. That's pretty fucking yeah. cool. And if the, the other hills weren't in the way, you could definitely see New York City. Um, so, eight at the fire tower. My uh, acrophobia started kicking in, but I made it up. Um, and we couldn't stay up there too long because there was at least a 10 degree difference between the base of the fire tower and then the top of the fire tower. No doubt. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty windy. It was pretty cold. But plenty of people. Yes. Uh, it scarfed down some untapped <laughs> coffee goo. I grossed you out with my tuna fish, my tuna packet <laughs> that I just eat raw with nothing, just like a fucking... Herbs. Yes. <laughs> like fucking cat food. <laughs> um, my cat likes it. So, we probably... So, Marsha happy as it down the fire tower. We probably should have put our spikes on, but we were too fucking lazy. <laughs> I fell once going up. And one's going down. I had an epic wipeout oh where my feet went out from under me and I slid <laughs> on my stomach and was spinning around. I, I, I wish, I wish I was recording this. Oh my God. It was, it was beautiful. It was, <laughs> it was like he catapulted himself. <laughs> I'm like, now you're just trying to beat me in just technique on how to fall. So when you fall, it's normal. You do it frequently, but they look normal. Mine looks like fucking cartoon, like Looney Tunes. Your second one was pretty hilarious because we were coming down and we were talking to um, hikers going up. Mm-hmm. And you were behind me and I was talking to them and I didn't see you fall, but they were like... All of a sudden, I hear, oh, my God, are you okay? Because you have mid-conversation. You just went over. I, was, I just slipped on a, an icy rock. Yes. So I turn around, like, oh, tumbles it down And again. I was like, we've been doing this all day. <laughs> uh, my um, pride wasn't even hurt. It's yeah. just like, it happens. <laughs> so we did see lots of people. Yeah. Um, there are a few runners. Yes. And a few not prepared hikers. Yes. And a few I, prepared hikers. I think the question of the day, we came across a couple coming up. The question of the day, they asked us, is there a restroom at the top? Well, first they asked, if we make it up to the top and back in just sneakers, are we going to be okay? <laughs> You're like, probably not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, probably <laughs> not, dude. You're going to fall a lot and you're going to be really cold. And it's like, you could try it. And he's like, okay, is there a restroom up top? <laughs> so my response was only the trees, <laughs> only the trees. And there's his girlfriend just laughing at him. <laughs> um, and then, the, you know, we saw a runner who was very prepared, had micro spikes, had, mm-hmm. you know, he was awesome. Um, people of, it was a diverse group out there today, I would say. We, um, again, talked about this in other episodes. It doesn't matter who you meet out there, how different they are from you. You automatically have a common, common, um, something that's binding you together. You have, the trail is your common, my words are completely failing. That's okay. You all know what I fucking mean. (laughs) So, 
yeah, we had trouble communicating with the one gentleman because it was a language barrier, but it was still a very friendly conversation, and we did our best to figure it out, and we each got our point across. And... He was he was happy it wasn't too windy. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. So. It, it You know what? It's generally, um, doesn't matter what time of year you go, it is, that whole area is a very popular hiking destination for everyone. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> so mistakes we did better with water i did better um tips i normally bring my stupid bladder and it normally freezes and then i have no water i did not do that this time i brought bottles Mm -hmm. so anytime it's below freezing don't bring a bladder because that shit will freeze on you uh so we did better with that what we should have done was we should have put our spikes on coming down at least we made it. Uh, yeah, I, I, if there was any more snow on the ground, uh, we would have needed something. If You can get away with just your shoes. You can get away with it. You probably won't have the best of times, but you will get As away with it. both. Because we packed, well, I packed my, uh, my foot chains. We were overprepared. Yeah, as usual. Yes. Especially you. Uh, I packed my crampons. And I pe- we packed the snowshoes. Did we use any of them? No. That's okay. So, yeah. So, that's it. It's just a quick local trail. The pictures from Instagram will be fucking amazing. And then um, the food is one of the highlights of these trips, no matter how short it is. Yep. And you found... I found a breakfast joint in Newburgh. It's called the Black Vanilla Cafe. And it was so good. The coffee was delicious. The food was bangerang. Highly, highly. Southern flair, yes. Yes. Highly, highly recommended. Uh, Great folks in there. Great atmosphere inside. Uh, Even just a place to hang out. It's... It's they open. have couches, they yeah. have chests, Chess set. Yeah. Um, on the wall they got Biggie Smalls and Johnny Cash. Oh, two great things that <laughs> yes. go great together. I wasn't thrilled that John Lennon was up on the wall, but can't have everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had fucking chicken and waffles, which was amazing. I had eggs and grits, which was uh, homemade grits. Are you kidding me? Yes, and for you to be impressed by grits, they must have been wonderful. That's right. Um, so yeah highly recommend that you cannot make in less than 15 minutes my cousin Vinny. yes in case y'all didn't get the reference <laughs> are you saying your grits cook, cook. different <laughs> than everyone else's grits <laughs> starring um, Joe Pesci. who else ralph macchio ralph macchio that's right cobra kai motherfuckers <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah, I think that's really it about the height. It was short, it was sweet, it looked it was fun, highly recommended. Yeah, we we just missed talking to our art fans too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> um yeah, cuz we've had lots of guests and the guests have been great and thank you, but it's been a minute since we've done just this is the hike we did, this is the food we did. Um yeah, and uh, this was actually, we're looking at this as a, a prep trip for what we're going to be doing next weekend. Uh, we're going up to the Adirondacks for our first winter peak. We're late to the, the party here, but we're going to do it. <laughs> so we are looking at doing giant 
which is you'll hear all about this next week. And Rocky Peak Ridge. Those are the recommended intro. Uh, if you've not done Winter Peaks in the Adirondacks, which we have not done, those are the recommended intro ones. So we will let you know all about that <clears throat> next week. And I believe this week we do have a guest. Not officially yet. Okay. Um, so we're not promising a goddamn thing to you. No. no. But we've been pretty guest heavy, so I am happy to just be talking to people. Um, cool. So... Um, I think that's it for the hike. Um, thanks to everyone who listened to our most recent episode with Dragon Sky. It was a wonderful chat. Absolutely. And, um, we, but despite what we say, we do look forward to our guests whenever they come on. Yeah, and like I, I said, our past we've had. I'm trying to count backwards. I think four in a row. I think so. Easily. And yeah, they've One, all two, been three, wonderful four, yeah. conversations. So yeah. thank you. Yep. All right. Um, so yeah, if you are not interested in history shit, you can bail at this point. We covered a lot of it already, but um, Beacon Incline, Beacon Hill. Mount Beacon. Mount Beacon. <laughs> I'm not calling It's only 1,300 feet. They not, call it a mountain. That's bullshit. They should call it a fucking hill. I wonder what constitutes, if there is an official technical definition of what it constitutes a mountain we will discuss that next week we'll have to do some homework Mm -hmm. um it's history goes back to the revolutionary war washington put lookouts up there that set signal fires to let everyone know that the british were coming again Again. they're always coming (laughs) (laughs) this time they were coming up the hudson um (laughs) <laughs> and that was when Howe overran and took New York and Washington had to fucking scurry his ass across uh, into Pennsylvania. Again. Yes, again. And then in 1902 is when the hotel was built and the rail system was put in. And you did a really good job pinpointing because as we were coming down, we were like, I wonder when that was done. And you're like, I bet it was at the turn of the century. And you were exactly right. That's right. So. I know my runes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was there. It burned in 1927. This seems to be a theme. Every yes. place we go, what happened? It, it burned, burned down. down. Um. <laughs> So that it burned down in 1927. They rebuilt it within a year, but then you're getting into 1929 and the fucking stock market crash. And then World War II happens, and then they said, ah, this is dull. So um, it burned again, and they just, they fucking left it burned. Um, they said Mercury has been in retrograde for way too long. <laughs> and they didn't try to rebuild it. Um, the train was still running. And then yeah, in, up until the eighties. Yep. Uh, didn't some, what burned in nineteen sixty eight? Hold on. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. So I don't know. Something burned in nineteen sixty eight. So the train was still running until the eighties, and then they shut that down, and it was put on the National Historic Register 
which doesn't mean shit. It just means that they're not going to touch it. They're not going to build on it. But it could sit there and rot, which is what it did Mm -hmm. until vandals came and they burned (laughs) the railroad. Okay, so according to the interpretive sign, the hotel burned in 27. Right. The nearby dance hall managed to squeak out another 41 years until it, too, burned down. A few years later, the Incline Railway hoisted hoisted its last load of passengers then it too burned (laughs) and the the thing is you you look at this thing and you're like what a piece of junk um for us it's really cool but to everybody else it's like well this is a rotting piece of junk yeah and the thing is it's actually quote unquote protected by the National Register of Historic Places, which means absolutely nothing except no one will dismantle it further. Right. But it's it's going to sit there and rot. Very reminiscent are New Hampshire White Mountain people. This reminded us different mechanical system, but it reminded us of the Cog Railway. It's about the same incline, same purpose. Like we want to get tourists up to the top of a fucking mountain. So um, there is your White Mountain connection. For that was all. very good. I, I try. Um, <laughs> kind of a short one today. I think that's really it. Oh, gear. I tried Sea to Summit dry bags. I cannot recommend them enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I they're also, cheap. Yes, and they're, they're very high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, it was part of my Christmas haul. Can't recommend them enough. Other than that, gear was the same. Um, Ultra Lone Peak Four high tops. I will be getting new ones prior to our Adirondack hike because Ultras, we love them, but they're not built for durability. I've been rocking these things for about two years, and they have you really? Yes. Wow. They've been up Mount Marcy three times. (laughs) They've been up um, the Catskills, and just through as you're walking. You put creases in them, those creases become holes just through normal wear. So not built for durability, but um, the waterproof high tops, I can't recommend them enough. And even... I'm sorry, you you use them just like a runner would use your running shoes. Six months and those are done. Yes. That's just the normal lifespan of these shoes. Yes, but... Like, they look like boots, and people expect boots to last. Mm -hmm. These do not. Um, They're not designed to. Um, But they still work. They still kept my feet dry as long... Like, they have holes in them. And as long as I didn't put my feet in water, which I didn't today, they're they're still okay. But I want new ones before we summit giant. Cool. Um, Yeah, I was using my Loas. Those are the ones that actually killed my feet during the Tour de Mont Blanc hike, but today they were good. Yeah, because you're walking on snow and it was a short distance. It was great. So, I think that's it. Cool. Yep, perfect. Perfect. (laughs) We always like to look at how much time we've wasted talking, (laughs) y'all. It's valuable, quality time with our our listeners. That's right. And, yeah, we can't thank everyone enough. Um, Ever since we interviewed Ivy Tat, our listenership has grown, and we really, really appreciate it. That's right. Um, So, speaking of that, um, y'all are listening. Please please leave us some stars. Yeah, we've we've gotten some more reviews. Much appreciated. We appreciate you. 
I will be posting stuff on Instagram. Our Instagram is rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. And I've been telling the crank to um, connect our TikTok videos over to Instagram so you don't have to go to multiple platforms back and forth. So crank is going to start um, adding the TikTok videos to our Insta stories. Yes, which I did with our most recent one. I've been enjoying looking at plants and edibles. Our most recent one, I did some very, very basic compass shit. So go check out our TikTok, um, which is... (laughs) Rocks underscore roots underscore podcast. I've mentioned the Patreon. Just look up our name as well as the YouTube, which I've been uploading our episodes on. And I will try to put together um, a video for the YouTube from what we did today. Cool. All right. I think that's it. Well, it was lovely chatting. It was. Yes. And we will catch up with y'all next week. So if there's nothing else, that's a ciao.